Welcome to Wisdom Talk Radio, a collaborative community of explorers in conscious living. Who is your favorite superhero? Have you ever thought of yourself as a superhero? How would it change your sense of yourself if you were to recognize and then realize your deepest potential? My guest today thinks you are a superhero, so stay tuned to find out why. I'm Laurie Seymour, host of Wisdom Talk Radio and CEO and founder of the Baca Institute. Head there to discover your creative advantage by taking the Creative Innovator Quiz. Find out your personal innovator's style so that you can open your creative flow and make everything in life easier. Learn to optimize your ability to create more in less time while enjoying every minute. My guest today is Damien Nordman. He is a mindset coach and mentor to superheroes. He is the host of the You Are the Superhero podcast, where he explores what it means to be a real-life superhero. See, I told you, you just got to stay for this. (laughs) Damien works with entrepreneurs, leaders, and creatives to maximize their potential and make their lives easier and more fluid. And you can also probably hear why we get along. (laughs) (laughs) He combines fun and playfulness with practical business strategies and spirituality to help others manifest success, joy, and fulfillment. Welcome, Damien. I am really excited that you're here. Thank you so much, Laurie. This is going to be a blast. (laughs) We'll have fun. We will have fun. And our listeners will too. Yeah. So I'm going to dive right in and ask you, what does it mean to be a superhero? What do you mean by that? Yeah. Well, I I love the, the concept of the superhero because if you think about it, even like, like, like there's people throughout history who we've looked to, who I think could, could be very easily real life superheroes. And, and we could go as far as like Jesus or Gautama, the Buddha, you know, like spiritual superheroes who, who perform miracles, mm-hmm. or we could look at modern day people, you know, like, oh my gosh, I mean, there's so many of them, right? I mean, in the world of business, we could look at maybe Steve Jobs, or we could look at Oprah Winfrey, or we could look, I mean, there's so many different people. So what I, what I mean by it really is you reaching your full potential in this lifetime, you know, and, and tapping into that and being the absolute best you can be, because I really do, I found, and I I believe this is true for all people that when we're tapping into that full potential, we do things that can become miraculous and, Mm -hmm. and, and, and even to some extent, even sometimes our everyday experiences can, can have that energy of a miraculousness to it, where that becomes our modus operandi, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, I, I love that. I love that your explanation about that. And I realized that, um, for a very long time, I have been seeing life as a miracle. And, and that the, you know, there, that doesn't mean, Hey, I created wine out of water kind of miracle yet. It can be those things that we, we don't even stop to realize, wait a minute, 
that wasn't supposed to happen or that wasn't supposed to happen with that kind of ease, but that our everyday life can can really grow and open to be that kind of a way of living. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, just like, here's kind of a cool example that's, that's, uh, recent in my circle. So a friend of mine who was born in the Philippines, uh, his mother put him up for adoption when he was just a few months old and he was adopted by to uh, a man and a woman who were, I believe, both in the army or navy, some military, U.S. military organization. Mm-hmm. They they adopted him and and brought him to the and to the U.S. and raised him in Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> and so <laughs> and so he grew up. And then I met him many years ago, like fifteen years ago. He and I met. We've been friends ever since. And so recently, he reached out to find his mother birth mother through like DNA tests and stuff. Mm -hmm. And he found a cousin, then he found another cousin. Then he found some people who he was pretty sure were his dad. One of the two of them was one of them was his dad that was over in the Philippines. And then finally he just was able to find someone who was like, yeah, I think that's my aunt. And, and, and it turns out he got to have a, a conversation with his birth mom at the age of 39 for the first time, um, like a few days ago. And then Mm -hmm. a couple days ago, he had a zoom call with her and he's going to go meet her on Thanksgiving. And so, yeah. So it's like, I mean, you know, there's so many things like you say going on, but, but yeah, just like these amazing kind of things that I think, you know, him for, for being willing to, listen to his intuition mm-hmm. and, and follow that line. Cause he was a little trepidatious, like, cause she had, she had put on his, she had told like instructions, like he didn't, she didn't want to be involved with his life. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was at the time for kind of reasons to protect him actually. Sure. So, you know, such cool things that can happen that, that are just so amazing. Yes. Thank you. Oh, that's a great story. I know you worked, I didn't say it in your, in your bio, but I know you worked for two decades with the School of Metaphysics. Um, yeah. how, do you, how do you speak about how metaphysics connects with everyday life? And maybe, I, maybe I, that you'll, we'll need you to give you a definition, your own definition of, of metaphysics that might help us ground it. Yeah, it's, gosh, metaphysics for me is, I mean, really quite simply, if you take the word meta, which can mean beyond, Mm -hmm. uh, and physics being like the physical structure of life and and the physical laws of the universe. And for me, metaphysics is really studying the the inner laws of the spiritual laws of the universe and how things work, whether that's um, people, a lot of people have heard the law of attraction. That's Mm -hmm. a, a popular and famous universal law. But I mean, there's other laws like the law of cause and effect, which is really kind of stating that our thoughts and our vibration create our reality or the law of relativity, which is, you know, a law that kind of shows that when we follow a trail, right, when we lean into things and go from one thing to another, we can, we can manifest and experience greater desires and greater fulfillment and greater satisfaction. 
because we don't necessarily always have what we need and want. I mean, most of the time we don't have it like right here in terms mm-hmm. of in terms of the kinds of experiences or the kinds of people or the kinds of even physical um, desires that we might have. They might not be immediately accessible, but if we follow that trail, uh, we, we, it'll lead us to it. So, so taking kind of that idea in consideration, um, that metaphysics has to do with these universal laws. Um, to me, it's been a very practical journey because if something can't be brought down to, you know, to where it's like, I can understand it in my conscious mm-hmm. mind. I can experience it in my day-to-day life and it has usefulness, you know, then it just becomes sort of like real nebulous concepts that can mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. hard to, you know, if someone's talking just so far out there and they don't know how to ground it and make it real and applicable and livable. You know, that's, I don't really think that's metaphysics. I think that the, the practicality and the pragmatism um, comes from from that. Uh, yes, it's really taking it beyond the the level of concept to into how does life work? You know, how does life really work? And and what I've found in my own research has been that the way that um, the kind of research that the scientists have been doing, the physicists have been doing, especially the quantum physicists, has demonstrated those very same laws. So they, they, they change from being uh, even a, a, a spiritual concept or a spiritual law to be, being a law of the universe. Do you find that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, and I guess that's been probably more the last, what, 30, 40, 50 years where mm-hmm. we've, we've gotten a lot more of the, like the quantum physics um, concepts and people exploring that and it really seems like it's it's exactly overlapping uh d- different different terminology and, and different words oftentimes but you know if you're talking about the unified field or the quantum entanglement and mm-hmm. like all those sorts of things um which, which yeah it seems to me to be the same stuff that that yogis and masters have taught for thousands of years and and people have been learning, you know, throughout time, but but mm-hmm. certainly the last I don't know fifty or hundred years, it seems like success in these sort of ways has become a lot more popular. Yes, yeah. And so what we've got then is uh, we have a situation where science had to catch up with the rest of life, you know, especially the research level or the research side of science had to catch up with, with the, what the, uh, uh, as you say, the yogis and the masters have been saying for, um, millennial millennium. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I mean, I think there's a, there's some benefit to that in that I I believe that everything has had a purpose on the planet and in the universe. And so even some of the times when I feel like we've gotten a little bit we could say maybe pinheaded or we could we say we've gotten a little bit heady, you know, stuck in our heads uh, at the same time, just all the value of, of uh, separating and identifying what things are in science and how we've kind of broken things down. And maybe that's kind of ultra masculine and ultra um, intellectual, but you know, we've, we've produced some really amazing things from all that. And so I think that, um, yeah, I did just take some time for that 
physical science to start to catch up to the mm-hmm. spiritual side of it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it's probably not the time to go into it, although it'd be an interesting conversation to look at the way in which uh, metaphysics has pointed the direction um, for this kind of uh, research. Yeah. What, what do you mean by that? Well, um, it's, it's the as above, so below kind of idea that uh, because these were these ideas and these experiences, more than ideas, these experiences were in the, the cosmic consciousness. They were in the, the realm of experience of, of many, many, many people throughout time that that pointed the direction and that opened the door for it to go from that metaphysical level into the the physical side of life. Right. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, are you, uh, are you asking me a question on that or just sort of, sort of, spec- I'm just positing that yeah. I, I'm just seeing yeah. that that is yeah. probably true. And yeah, um, I would, I would agree. Yeah, I would agree. So, I mean, I think that it's, yeah, there, again, I think like one thing leads to another and there's, there's such a, a continuum and such a connected trail of experiences and thoughts and, um, and yeah, I, I, I do, I really do kind of hold to what you're saying about there is like this inner realm of awareness and consciousness that, you know, we're, we are both connect, we, we are, and we're part of, and we're connected to, and we're participating in, and yet is also kind of in some ways just beyond us. I think a lot of people in the West call that God, but you know, whatever mm-hmm. you want to, whatever word you want to, <laughs> you want to use, mm-hmm. it, it, it seems, you know, kind of makes sense to me, but um, yeah, I think, I think you're right. I think that there's like a super conscious awareness that has helped guide that whether people are awake to it or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. And, you know, we know that there have been enough of the scientists that have spoken to, you know, those deeper experiences and, you know, and I'm seeing those now. I'm, I'm in the middle of, of actually writing something about that, um, about the way that that connection, that inner connection and that inner awareness to those other experiences feed our ability to create differently in the world, to innovate, to create, to communicate with others in a creative way, to come together with, with others and in a collective fashion to, um, to create the next big idea. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's, it's interesting that you're bringing that up because I, I, um, I remember one of the things that we, we learned at the school of metaphysics quite a bit was dream interpretation and dream work Mm -hmm. and lucid dreaming and, and, and also kind of using dreams as like, inner level experiences. Cause we, we were taught and I, I believe I found that, you know, when we're asleep and dreaming is very similar to when we're in between lifetimes and when we're, um, like the same realm, the same mm-hmm, mm-hmm. levels or dimensions of consciousness. And so, um, all there's, there's been lots of people throughout history, uh, who, who reference their dreams in their creativity. I mean, whether you're talking about, 
Elias Howe and the the lock stitch sewing machine mechanisms that he dreamt, or you're talking about mm-hmm. um, was it uh, the lady who wrote Frankenstein, Shelley, Mary Shelley, Mary or, Shelley. Mm-hmm. yeah, having she dreamt that up and 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 like the you know so much of that came from her inner inner realms, and I mean Einstein had all kinds of quotes about. Um, you know, metaphysics and physics and, and, and his, his brilliance coming from, from within. So, yeah, I, um, I even, I heard recently, maybe I'd heard this before, but it was, someone told me again that it was, um, like the only book they found in Steve Jobs' desk was the autobiography of a yogi, which is Pramahansa Yogananda's life, <laughs> which is very super, super spiritual and metaphysical and, you know, all kinds of uh, amazing things from that story. So, yeah, uh, yeah, totally agree. Mm-hmm. Totally. So how do you in particular, um, speaking about dreams, but expanding the idea of what dreams are? How do you help people live their dreams? Because I know you talk a lot about that to to students. You you do this in your everyday work. Um, you say how how do I help people live their dreams? Is that what you yes. said? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, man, there's so many things that 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 we do, but it really so much of it starts with getting connected and plugged into why am I here. You know, what's my purpose? You know, what's my passion? What am I, what excites me? And and this, I think this is so important because we can, I found we can create anything with our thoughts. We can create anything with our, you know, our, our vibrational alignment. And so, you know, but we've also had times when I think for most of us, probably everybody has had a time when it's like, well, I think I want this, maybe, you know, whatever. I think I want this experience, this this person in a relationship or this job or this business or this car or whatever. And sometimes we, we experience it and manifest it. And then we're like, ooh, this is like not really what I wanted. And this mm-hmm. isn't very fulfilling. Mm-hmm. And I do think that's part of the process is that sometimes we, we create things that are not completely what we want, but then listening to ourselves enough to get tuned in to saying, okay, yeah, this is, this is it. This is much more in alignment with who I am. This is more mm-hmm. authentic, uh, authentic to, to who I am. And so, so much of it, I think comes down to, knowing what we want, like truly understanding and knowing what we want, who we want to become, how we want to be in a certain experience or just who we want to become tomorrow or today or next year. So that's such a, such a huge key is, um, you know, just, just getting that, that linking up, so to speak within ourselves and it's an ongoing process. I'm not saying it's like you just do it one day and you're done. Right. right. But, Cause it evolves but, too. Yeah. Yeah. It changes. We change, we grow mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but, but I mean, to, to some people, I think there, there's still many people who are just not even um, thinking in that way or mm-hmm. asking themselves the right questions of why am I here? Could this be better? Um and so once you have that going, things can really flow. And then it's much easier to take, I think, what would be sort of the, um, 
the steps that a lot of people teach, which, which have to do with thought and like visualization, imagining what you want using vision boards or some of the, the other side of that coin, which is, um, feeling good and, and, and being in vibrational flow and alignment with what, what's important to you. Um, you know, all that kind of starts to merge, I think together. And that, that's a lot of what I teach people is if they, if they need tools for that, um, mm-hmm. and, and, or just somebody to, to teach them the steps of it and kind of reveal that that's, that's probably the majority of my work. And then there's, you know, a lot of other, details and and <laughs> facets that we could get into of course you know, of course yeah oh but that yeah. gives us a feeling of what it is and and um you mentioned before you know this kind of uh short list if you will of um universal laws and you know certainly the universal law of attraction is one that is is widely known even if it's not understood um but what are universal laws? Could you speak a little about that? And, you know, and then maybe there are there some others besides that that you can tell us about and how they work? You, you had touched on it. I'm just going to ask you to take that deep more deeply. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fun topic. I love to talk about universal laws. Um, you could think of it you know, again, like the laws of the universe. And so if we think about... I'm not as familiar with the laws of physics, but I know uh, I, I, I recall like um, in Newtonian physics, which is sort of, you know, what a lot of our modern, you know, flying airplanes and doing various things, sh- shooting rockets into the sky requires all this Newtonian physics to work. Um, you, you know, you've got the law of cause and effect, which is, I think, uh, every action has an equal and opposite reaction, right? Or, or there's like these laws of thermodynamics, right? And these are all scientific laws that, that tell us how objects move through space, how chemical compounds react to each other, how um, the earth moves around the sun and the, the moon moves around the earth and how they all interact and, you know, how, how a building can stay standing, you know, with, with thousands of people in it and, and wind blowing and all these things um, like a skyscraper, you know? So, so the, the physical laws tell us how the physical world works and, and for the most part, they're always consistent, right? They, we, that's why, you know, scientists and engineers and architects and, all these people use them so that we can have some order to our, our, our physical world. So the universal laws do that for us as souls and spirits, as creative beings, as mental thinkers, it gives us a way to understand, well, if I think this way, if I focus my attention in this direction, if I take these actions with this intention and with this certain sort of level of feeling that I have within me, there are going to be certain results that come Mm -hmm. from that. And, and, you know, people will debate, you know, certain amounts of this, but time and again, and I know you know this because of what you do, but time and again, when you have enough people who kind of, who agree on kind of a basic fundamental working of the universe, like law of attraction, and Mm -hmm. they've, practiced it enough, even if people are using slightly different semantics, if they're getting the same result where they're attracting the things that are most important to them, mm-hmm. <laughs> it must work, right? It must work. <laughs> so, right. So for the things that they are mostly thinking about, which is another way of, of looking at that. 
Yeah. Yeah. The things that they're thinking about, the things that they're in alignment with. Yeah. Or they may not be in alignment with, but they, I mean, in other words, people who are thinking about uh, crises and, you know, things crashing and. Yeah. That's the other side of the law of attraction for Mm -hmm. sure. Like the the magnetizing with fears and like the lower, (laughs) the, the, the vibrations that we don't want. Cause yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you, you asked me to share another law, like law of mm-hmm. believing and knowing is one of my favorite laws because, um, you do have to believe something is possible before you can know it to experience, you know? And so having mm-hmm. a, having a belief, you know, again, this kind of comes down to, um, let's say if, if, if you want something better in your life, I'll use myself as an example. Okay. So, mm-hmm. so I, my, my last long-term relationship, romantic relationship ended at the beginning of 2015. And there was a lot of tumultuous ending to it. it mm-hmm. Like we were in our, each other, we were kind of in each other's lives and in, in through the school of metaphysics and, and various things. And so uh, there was just a lot of heartache and challenge. And, and then for years after that, I was kind of like, okay, what do I do here? Do I want another relationship? And I would date around. And then I, it grew where the desire became stronger, but I had a lot of resistance and I still had sort of like a lot of things in my life, both the previous relationship and just other things that had kind of gone, you know, gone to crap mm-hmm. had, had kind of come into focus. Um, and so it was kind of hard to, to magnetize anything and, and because I was needing to go through my own process. And so even my belief at times is kind of like, do I even really believe that I can attract someone to me who kind of fits my needs? Right. Because mm-hmm. I want, and, and what I have to give, you know, who can even receive me like all these things we're talking about, because mm-hmm. this stuff is important to me. And so for years it was more just kind of dating and, and, you know, no, that's not going to work. Eh, this, we're really not a match. This isn't a good fit. Um, oh, not quite. <laughs> yeah. Or, or like, that's a great person too bad. You know, she's, she's like taken, <laughs> you, know, you know, um, we'd be a great fit, but you know, mm-hmm. uh, that even happened a number of times this year, like a great friend of mine who I met, um, we're just great friends. She lives in a few hours away and, mm-hmm. you know, was, we, we, we connected and it's like, Oh man, like really amazing lady, but you know, mm-hmm. she's with this guy and now they're having a baby. So, so that wasn't working. And then, you know, it was interesting because, uh, I pretty recently, I just got to this point where I was like, okay, I know what I don't want. Mm-hmm. And, and I need to just admit that there are certain things that I want in a partner that are, are going to be kind of beyond what most people are. And, 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 and Pete, I really would just love to, to connect with someone who's into these same things that I'm into, like mm-hmm. metaphysics and mindset and coaching. And, you know, lo and behold, I, I met someone on an online dating platform. Uh, gosh, we started really talking like, three weeks ago. Mm. And it was just like, you know, just boom, boom, boom. She's a coach. I'm a coach. You know, she's, she started reading Edgar Casey when she was 14 and, you know, all these, 
you know, all these things she's always been into and she's never had a relationship with someone who shared these ideals. And so even though she lives in New York state, I'm like, okay, look, this could be good. So, you know, we're, we're talking several times a week and we're mm -hmm. connecting. And so it, it, it took me a while to build that belief back up that I could, you know, have and attract someone and, and we'll see where it goes. I mean, who knows, maybe this, you know, maybe this will lead to something else. You know, maybe this isn't the perfect match. However, just the fact that this is like the best person I've encountered who's also interested in me and I'm interested in her, <laughs> you know, in, in a few years. And it kind of took me to re rebuild that belief that yes, this is even possible to meet someone, you know, it was just the belief wasn't there for a while. It was right, sort of right. gotten, you know, so. Yeah, we do example. have experiences that, that uh, can sometimes shatter a belief in, in something being possible. And I'm, I really appreciate you speaking to that. And, and I see that even if, as you say, she's not the one, you know, whoever that, whatever that means, right. um, <laughs> that, that what she has been, what has she has enabled you to do is to rebuild that, is to rebuild that belief so that that's there within you. Because if that belief is there that says, oh, it's not possible, then we're shutting the doors to anything that might look remotely like that because we won't even spot it. And, and I was seeing something like that for me uh, similarly recently um, around finances, and an opportunity came my way that opened the doors to me recognizing how I'm trying to think how to say this, how I had been shutting the doors to a certain kind of or a certain level of abundance mm -hmm. that this was like saying, um, that's been all wrong. You know, your, your doors have been shut. And wait a minute, this really is possible to have that which you would never have claimed for yourself. And it's changed everything in, in my thought process and in the, then in the reality. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Very similar. Yeah. It's kind of amazing how that works. It is. It is. So, but I, but I hadn't, um, I mean, I, you know, I certainly know it and teach it and that kind of thing, but, you know, thinking about that as, oh, that's a universal law. <laughs> Hadn't thought of it like that. Well, here's the other thing about universal laws. And, and it's funny because I, I taught a course. Well, I've taught this course a few times, both in person and online where I, you know, mm -hmm. I call it the laws of self-transformation or the laws of success. And mm -hmm. it's all about the universal laws. And mm -hmm. one of my students, I was, I was talking to her, and explaining some things to her. And then I was also explaining that, that I might like rewrite the way I present the laws and even basically change, like even the laws that I, the way I teach them is a little bit different from the way I learned some of them at the school of metaphysics, because mm -hmm. I've grown. And so my understanding of those laws has grown mm -hmm. and, and some of them I've even come to realize it's like, well, that's really kind of more part, like this law over here is more part of, these other laws that someone just decided to kind of describe it in a different way so that people could try to apply it in mm -hmm. a different way. Cause yeah. I mean, in some ways I would say there's only one law, like there's this one, you know, unified law or, 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 or the complete law and, and everything is just sort of like everybody's different interpretations and experiential findings of 
you know, of that law. And so you get people teaching, you know, five laws or seven laws or 15 <laughs> laws, or some people teach like 36, you know, like, yes. And, I mean, yes. and, and they're all true. It's, it's just universal or, or individual expressions of those. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So that brings me to one more, one more question I'd love to ask you is um, what is your vision for humanity? What's possible for us? Yeah, I, I really believe, and, and this is sort of um, had to be rebuilding this too, because for a while there, I, I was really in like a depression and just a really challenged place where, you know, even a vision for my own life was a little bit challenging. But, but as I've been reconnecting with myself over the last few years, um, definitely I get visions and images and downloads of, of what's possible. And I can say it first sort of broadly, and I can describe it a little bit more, but, but really it's, it's the idea of bringing heaven to earth. It's the idea of bringing, um, kind of what we talked about earlier, like as above, so below, right. This, this Mm -hmm. super consciousness to the world where we have, everything that we want to, to create is so much more accessible. And I actually believe this is, is this happening? I mean, mm-hmm. it's happening all around this. There's people with different aspects of it. Um, but, uh, you know, just, just to, to a world where growth and learning and sharing and love and connectivity and community is, is much more predominant than, the, the things that we've had for the last couple hundred years, right? Mm. Like the, the, you know, the corporations and corporate greed, which have, which, you know, it's just been crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the violence and the, you know, racism and sexism and just all the isms that we've had that have been mm-hmm. rampant, but, but, you know, transcending so much of that into, you know, like, here's a way I used to describe it. And it seems like this always comes back up to me because one time I told a friend of mine at the school of metaphysics, I was like, I really just want to live in a world where I can walk up to anyone just like I could go out today and go down the street or, 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 or fly across, you know, the country and and land in another city, get out and and approach someone and say, Hey, what's up? I'm Damien. What's your name? And we (laughs) shake hands or we hug or something. And then like, what are you learning today? how are you growing today? Mm. And, and to have a conversational a discourse about that, that's, you know, meaningful and, and that we can, you know, th- that's just like the norm now. And, and now we're just like different levels and layers of what it's all really about. And I know we, you know, to, to have the whole planet or even one country, or even one city or like, you know, one, even one group, um, at that level is, is pretty challenging, but, but I feel like we're getting there and that's, that's, that's the world I, I, I always strive to live in and, and create as much as I can around me, um, to whatever degree, you know, I can. Well, that's, that's what we've got to do each of us, because as we coalesce those groups, as we enter into them, and uh, support them and encourage them, what we're doing is we're creating those, I think of those as, you know, points of light or nodes of light around the world. And I connect with people, I work with people from around the world. And I love that it's not just me and my own little community, um, which is harder to connect with 
you know, right now anyway, but that we can have those kinds of, of places where we really do come together with other people. And there isn't that kind of separation. And we're looking to create a world that is based on that connectedness rather than separation. Yeah, that's really well said. Yeah, that connectedness. So, so powerful. And, and I'm, yeah, you're right. It's like, I, I'm, I'm super thankful for the internet and all these you know, <laughs> zoom <laughs> podcasts and, mm. you know, it, it's, it's, it is cool that we, you know, that we, you and I met through our friend, I believe Michelle Abraham. Mm-hmm. Met this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I've met so many people this last couple of years through other people I know all around the world. It's so, it's so amazing. And I, I kind of, yeah, I do, I guess I kind of see that as sort of like, um, that we're creating sort of a, what do you call it? Like a, like our own energization of like the ley lines of the earth, like all mm, these connected mm. like lines of, of people and attention and probability and love. And, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. And then of course, you know, to whatever extent that we can, wherever we are locally, cause, um, certainly there's some cool people here. I have locally who also mm. kind of link into that, that, that spectrum. Sure. Sure. I, I was just thinking more the local is, is a little harder because, um, because of the current pandemic sure. situation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's really, like you said, it's bringing heaven on heaven to earth. Yeah. yeah. So Damien, can you share with our listeners how people can connect with you? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I can be found on Facebook, just Damien Nordman. You can go to my profile right now. Um, and you can, or you can go to DamienNordman.com. Um, there's not, uh, there's really not, it's like, there's not, I don't know if there's, is another Damien Nordman. Um, <laughs> there may, there might be, but, but uh, my name is, seems like it's kind of rare, uh, or avatar Damien on Instagram. Um, yeah, people can, can find me there. Send me a, a message, uh, grab a email, send me an email, any, any of those ways. Okay. Uh, and of course people can, can, can listen to the, you are the superhero podcast as well. Uh-huh. That's right. That's right. Could you do one final thing and just spell your name? I mean, it, it will be in the yeah. show notes, but just, it's nice yeah. to have it on the I appreciate recording. That. I appreciate that. Yeah. Damien is D A M I A N two A's, no E's, no O's, two A's. <laughs> People always want to put an E in there. Uh-huh. Um, and then Nordman is N O R D M A N N Nordman, which is a, a, you can remember it because it's, it's a German word for man of the North. It's also a, a Scandinavian word actually just where it comes from. Nordman. Mm. Uh, yeah. Well, the man of the North has been here and anyway, and thank you, Damien. I, I really appreciate all the wisdom that you have shared um, and, uh, and your willingness to be here with our listeners today. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks so much for having me on. This has been a, a real pleasure. Mm, for us too. And thank you for being with us today at Wisdom Talk Radio. Join us here regularly for more wisdom, discovery, and illumination. Remember, you can find us on your favorite place to listen to podcasts. And if you've enjoyed listening today, please leave us a review because that helps more people access the wisdom 
and of course, to transform the world. And for more about fast-tracking your ideas to creation and revenue, find me, Laurie Seymour, over at the BACA, that's B-A-C-A, institute.com. Take the quiz and find out your creative innovator style so that you can turn your ideas into reality without missing another moment. Thanks for joining us here at Wisdom Talk Radio. We wish you well in your conscious explorations. For more information and to join in the conversation, our website is wisdomtalkradio.com or at Wisdom Talk Radio on Facebook. Facebook.